brain-computer interfaces could allow soldiers to control weapons with their thoughts and turn off their fear. Brain-computer interfaces could allow soldiers to control weapons with their thoughts and turn off their fear. You're listening to Technical News Reading, presented by Hakim Alibokis Alexander, here on Colin Social Podcasting, presented for World Reading Club in association with the Unique Equilibrium. This edition's focus comes from Neurosciencenews.com and is published under the categories of Featured, Neuroethics, Neuroscience, and Neuroscience Videos from December 10th, 2022. That's today. Summary. Brain-computer interfaces are currently being used to assist those with neuromuscular disorders in regaining everyday functions such as mobility and communication. The military is developing BCI technology to aid members in rapid response to threats. Researchers investigate the ethical questions of using neurotech such as BCI on the battlefield. Source, The Conversation. Imagine that a soldier has a tiny computer device injected into their bloodstream that can be guided with a magnet to specific regions of their brain. With training, the soldier could then control weapon systems thousands of miles away using their thoughts alone. Embedding a similar type of computer in a soldier's brain could suppress their fear and anxiety allowing them to carry out combat missions more effectively. Going one step further, a device equipped with an artificial intelligence system could directly control a soldier's behavior by predicting what options they would choose in their current situation. While these examples may sound like science fiction, the science to develop neurotechnologies like these is already in development. Brain-computer interfaces, or BCI, are technologies that decode and transmit brain signals to an external device to carry out a desired action. Basically, a user would only need to think about what they want to do, and a computer would do it for them. BCIs are currently being tested in people with severe neuromuscular disorders to help them recover everyday functions like communication and mobility. For example, patients can turn on a light switch by visualizing the action and having a BCI decode their brain signals and transmit it to the switch. Likewise, patients can focus on specific letters words or phrases on a computer screen that a BCI can move a cursor to select. However, ethical considerations have not kept pace with the science. While ethicists have pressed for more ethical inquiry into neural modification in general, many practical questions around brain-computer interfaces have not been fully considered. For example, do the benefits of BCI outweigh the substantial risks of brain hacking 
information theft and behavioral control? Should BCI be used to curb or enhance specific emotions? What effect would BCIs have on the moral agency, personal identity, and mental health of their users? There's a YouTube video embedded here, which is linked in the show notes. It's credited from the Journal of the American Medical Association. Neuroscience News continues. These questions are of great interest to us. A philosopher and a neurosurgeon who study the ethics and science of current and future BCI applications. Current and future BCI applications. Hmm. Once again, these questions are of great interest to us. A philosopher and neurosurgeon who study the ethics and science of current and future BCI applications. Considering the ethics of using this technology before it is implemented could prevent its potential harm. We argue that responsible use of BCI requires safeguarding people's ability to function in a range of ways that are considered central to being human. Expanding BCI beyond the clinic. Researchers are exploring non-medical brain-computer interface applications in many fields, including gaming, virtual reality, artistic performance, warfare, and air traffic control. For example, Neuralink, a company co-founded by Elon Musk, is developing a brain implant for healthy people to potentially communicate wirelessly with anyone with a similar implant and computer setup. In 2018, the U.S. military's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, launched a program to develop a safe, portable neural interface system capable of reading from and writing into multiple points in the brain at once. Its aim is to produce non-surgical BCI for able-bodied service members for national security applications by 2050. For example, a soldier in a special forces unit could use BCI to send and receive thoughts with a fellow soldier and unit commander, a form of direct three-way communication that would enable real-time updates and more rapid response threats. Repeating, for example, a soldier in a special forces unit could use BCI to send and receive thoughts with a fellow soldier and unit commander, a form of direct three-way communication that would enable real-time updates and more rapid response to threats. There's another video embedded here in NeuroscienceNews.com article. And it's credited from NBC News. This link will also be in the show notes. Neuroscience News continues. To our knowledge, these projects have not opened a public discussion about the ethics of these technologies. While the U.S. military acknowledges that negative public and social perceptions will need to be overcome to successfully implement BCI, practical ethical guidelines are needed to better evaluate proposed neurotechnologies before deploying them. 
utilitarianism. One approach to tackling the ethical questions BCI raises is utilitarian. Utilitarianism is an ethical theory that strives to maximize the happiness or well-being of everyone affected by an action or policy. Enhancing soldiers might create the greatest good by improving a nation's warfighting abilities, protecting military assets by keeping soldiers remote, and maintaining military readiness. Utilitarian defenders of neuroenhancement argue that emergent technologies like BCI are morally equivalent to other widely accepted forms of brain enhancement. For example, stimulants like caffeine can improve the brain's processing speed and may improve memory. However, some worry that utilitarian approaches to BCI have moral blind spots. In contrast to medical applications designed to help patients, military applications are designed to help a nation win wars. In the process, BCI may ride roughshod over individual rights, such as the right to be mentally and emotionally healthy. For example, soldiers operating drone weaponry in remote warfare today report higher levels of emotional distress, post-traumatic stress disorder, and broken marriages compared to soldiers on the ground. Of course, soldiers routinely elect to sacrifice for the greater good. But if neuroenhancing becomes a job requirement, it could raise unique concerns about coercion. NeuroscienceNews.com suggests that you see also, under the categories of Featured and Neuroscience from July 2, 2022, titled, Decision-Making, a New Distribution of Tasks in Our Prefrontal Cortex. Neuroscience News continues. Neuro-Rights. Another approach to the ethics of BCI, neuro-rights prioritizes certain ethical values even if doing so does not maximize overall well-being. Proponents of neuro-rights champion individuals' rights to cognitive liberty, mental privacy, mental integrity, and psychological continuity. A right to cognitive liberty might bar unreasonable interference with a person's mental state. A right to mental privacy might require ensuring a protected mental space, while a right to mental integrity would prohibit specific harms to a person's mental states. Lastly, a right to psychological continuity might protect a person's ability to maintain a coherent sense of themselves over time. Here we come to a very interesting graphic, which is posted in the graphics here on Colin, the social podcasting app, and the caption reads, Brain-computer interfaces raise many ethical questions about how and whether they should be used for certain applications, and the image is in the public domain. Neuroscience News continues. BCIs, brain-computer interfaces, could interfere with neural rights in a variety of ways. For example, if a BCI tampers with how the world seems to a user, they might not be able to distinguish their own thoughts or emotions from altered versions of themselves. This may violate neural rights like mental privacy or mental integrity. 
Yet soldiers already forfeit similar rights. For example, the U.S. military is allowed to restrict soldiers' free speech and free exercise of religion in ways that are not typically applied to the general public. Would infringing on neural rights be any different? Human capabilities. Human capabilities. A human capability approach insists that safeguarding certain human capabilities is crucial to protecting human dignity, while neural rights home in on an individual's capacity to think. A capability view considers a broader range of what people can do and be, such as the ability to be emotionally and physically healthy, move freely from place to place, relate with others and nature, exercise the senses and imagination, feel and express emotions, play and recreate, and regulate the immediate environment. We find a capability approach compelling because it gives a more robust picture of humanness and respect for human dignity. Drawing on this view, we have argued that proposed VCI applications must reasonably protect all of a user's central capabilities at a minimal threshold. BCI designed to enhance capabilities beyond average human capacities would need to be deployed in ways that realize the user's goals, not just other people's. We have another video from YouTube here from the Royal Society. It'll be also in the show notes. Neuroscience News continues. For example... A bidirectional brain-computer interface that not only extracts and processes brain signals, but delivers somatosensory feedback, such as sensations of pressure or temperature, back to the user would pose unreasonable risks if it disrupts a user's ability to trust their own senses. Likewise, any technology, including BCIs, that control a user's movements would infringe on their dignity if it does not allow the user some ability to override it. A limitation of a capability view is that it can be difficult to define what counts as a threshold capability. The view does not describe which new capabilities are worth pursuing. Yet, neuroenhancement could alter what is considered a standard threshold and could eventually introduce entirely new human capabilities. Addressing this requires supplementing a capability approach with a fuller ethical analysis designed to answer these questions. About this neuroethics and Neurotech Research News. The author is Nancy S. Jecker and Andrew Coe. Source the conversation. Contact Nancy S. Jecker and Andrew Coe from the conversation. The image I cited earlier is in the public domain. Neuroscience News asks you to join our newsletter. Sign up to receive our recent neuroscience headlines and summaries sent to your email once a day totally free. We hate spam and only use your email to contact you about newsletters. You can cancel your subscription anytime. 
Neuroscience News posts science research news from labs, universities, hospitals, and news departments around the world. Science articles can cover neuroscience, psychology, AI, robotics, neurology, brain cancer, mental health, machine learning, autism, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, brain research, depression, and other topics related to cognitive sciences. You've been listening to Technical News Reading, presented by Hakim Alibokis Alexander on Colin Social Podcasting, presented for World Reading Club in association with Unique Equilibrium. Let's check out some of the related articles here. And then I can go over some more of this. So we have related how neurons autonomously regulate their excitability. Harnessing the brain's immune cells to stave off Alzheimer's and other neurodegenerative diseases. And one that I read yesterday is called proprioception. Describing the genes associated with the sixth sense. This edition's focus, this edition's reading focus, once again, comes to you from neurosciencenews.com. It's titled, Brain-Computer Interfaces Could Allow Soldiers to Control Weapons with Their Thoughts and Turn Off Their Fear. It was published on December 10th, 2022, which is today.